They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. This is Face to Face with Success. I'm Charlotte Kilbane. Have you ever had an idea that just wouldn't let you rest? It's just one of those sticky ideas that forms the core of our story this time. We're talking to CEO and co-founder of Yoko. His name is Katlejo Mapai. And his idea gave birth to a payment system that allows small businesses access to credit card payment for a fraction of the cost of the nation's big banks. Katlejo's passion has always been technology, and after graduating from UCT, he was snapped up by a consulting firm. So began a long and successful career in advisory services. He was pretty sorted, young, talented, doing well, building a reputation. He never imagined he'd be in his early 30s and embarking on a startup of his very own. So I think if you came to me um, after I finished university in my early years of work and said I was going to be an entrepreneur, I would have told you you're crazy. The funny thing, when I speak to friends or people who know me from back in the day, they say it was always my path. And I think what's consistent is I've never been comfortable um, in institution. You know, I've always sort of looked around at systems and how things work and just seen kind of these structures that ring fence people into almost becoming cogs in the wheel. It's just they're built like that. So it's always discomfort, you know, whether it was school or university or my, my early work. It was a trip to San Francisco and lunch with an old friend that seeded the idea for Yoko. In 2011, um, I saw a product called Square. And Square was the pioneer uh, of our space, you know, of mobile point of sale. I went back um, in 2012 and I saw the product sort of proliferated all over San Francisco and taxis and all over the place. I was like, wow, this technology is doing really well. But it was only when I was with my best friend um, in a barbecue eatery, a real hole in the wall, nothing on the countertops. This African-American lady, you know, brings the food and asks my friend, how does he want to pay? And I was quite confused by the question. I just assumed it was a cash-only place. And uh, he said he wanted to pay by card. And she took out, you know, this beaten down Android phone and plugged in this little card reader, uh, took the payment. He signed with his finger and all of a sudden just the lights went in my head. I've seen the technology, I've seen it proliferate, but it was the first time I understood its application and its true sense that here you had, you know, a small business with a good product, but nothing much else. And all of a sudden this lady was able to accept a higher basket size of about $40 and she was running a whole business from a mobile phone. And that's when it clicked. And I think, you know, from that point onwards, I became obsessed with the space. The idea took root in his head. Katlejo gathered three partners and they set their sights on doing something big. But it wasn't the typical startup complete with the adrenaline-filled first months and rapid progress towards a goal. In fact, in the first year that they were running their business, Katlejo and his team didn't know from day to day whether they'd fall at the first hurdle. A lot of people don't realize that um, we're the first startup in the country to be given a license to contract directly with our merchants. So when merchants sign up with Yoko, they sign up with Yoko. And it took a year uh, to get that license. And we only knew at the end of the year whether we were going to get the license. So almost 12 months into the business, we didn't even know whether we could start it. We had to like condition ourselves to thinking super long term and like just not getting excited about anything. That was really hard. Um, you know, I remember 
one of the, the toughest days I had was we were expecting to get feedback from our partner bank and on a particular day. They didn't come back to us. And I remember the next morning, like, just not being able to get out of bed because I was literally staring a failure in the eyes. And knowing that, like, you'd failed before you even started uh, was a lot. I asked him what personal qualities he credits for getting him through those tough times. I, I moved around a lot uh, as a kid. So, you know, getting into a new environment, figuring it out, engaging people and seeing where I, where I needed to fit in. Or how do I get the best out of an environment? And that certainly uh, fed me well. The next I would say is resilience. We all know the history of our country. Um, you know, I was born in the 80s, uh, sort of during some of the worst times. As a kid, uh, you develop resilience uh, around your environment and you learn to push through. And, you know, I think I was always self-conscious about it growing up. But now I feel grateful that I got exposed to tough things uh, because... Yeah, I think no matter what sort of hits us in the company, I don't see it as an anomaly. I just sort of see it as life. Yoko eventually launched in October 2015. They had signed up over 500 merchants. In the year that follows, they've grown eightfold and now process upwards of 50 million rand a month in transactions on their platform. In spite of the stress and the speed bumps that led up to the growth, Katlejo's bullish about entrepreneurship. Starting a business and getting going with something is no longer this massive uh, infrastructure undertaking. It's actually just, you know, seeing what you can get out there and see what feedback you can get and just rapidly iterating. My advice to people is um, don't be daunted by the prospect. It's actually not as complicated as you think. Just break it down. And on top of that, don't ever make the mistake of thinking in constraints. This is what happens, right? You're like, well, these are the resources that I have. These are the people that I know. Uh, therefore, I can only do that. It's completely wrong. Figure out what you want to do. Assume you have infinite resources. And all of a sudden, you'll find yourself attracting the resources to the idea if it's an amazing idea. Um, I think my definition of success now is really around creativity um, and giving back. And not only just giving back, but you know, giving back more than you take. When, it, when a venture is, is operating within that context, then you sort of net growing society and we certainly feel that we're doing that we don't charge any fixed uh, monthly fees everything's variable and we're constantly iterating and upgrading our product uh, to ensure that our merchants have an easier time running their businesses so that they can focus on growth and so that they can focus on engaging their customers so we certainly believe we're giving more than we take that for me is the definition of success um, because we're just making a better world this notion of making the world a better place comes up several times as we chat he loves that the business is growing exponentially, but he sees the uptake as something much bigger, the start of something profound that could help shift entire economies. One of our product's uh, stats is that more than 70% of our base had never accepted card before. It suggests that we're growing a market and we're helping to formalize businesses that were previously not formalized. Our business owners are using technology that most big businesses would dream of. They have it. Uh, real-time data, analytics, um, you know, knowing stuff on the cuff. We believe this is going to be transformative. I think as a, as a venture, uh, you have uh, two directions in which you can go, right? You can become a participant in the market um, where you're basically getting your piece of the pie. Or you can become a market maker where you're helping to grow the pie. You know, we think this is ever so pivotal um, in South Africa where, for the most part, business activities are orientated around uh, market uh, participation. 
That's also our theory as to why our economy is not growing. We're very clear on the role that we want to play. We want to help grow the economy. We want to grow the pie. In the end, uh, the ancillary benefits for everyone, even other benefits for other businesses, um, even other financial institutions are massive. You've been listening to Face to Face with Success with me, Charlotte Kilbane. Join us next time for more stories of South African success. They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on Face to Face with Success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.